Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in uh, to uh, episode six of A Voice from the Ever Change. And I say ladies and gentlemen, but I welcome uh, those who identify with both or neither or all of the above or none of the above or those who choose to not identify at all. You're all welcome. <laughs> And so today I'm going to uh, guide a meditation into silence. This I'm, re I'm uh, going back to the original structure of A Voice from the Ever Change uh, video series where I guide a meditation into silence. And I'll read a poem uh, from my book, A Voice from the Ever Change, and read the commentary which follows the poem. Uh, so if you've tuned in before, you're familiar with this format. Again, I just want to uh, extend the offer. If anybody here would like a PDF copy of the book, which I'm reading from, uh, please do send over your email address through Messenger, and I'll be happy to send you a PDF so you can read along, if you wish. Some people find that quite helpful. Also, uh, if there are any questions or comments that come up uh, during the session, send those over uh, via Messenger as well. I do a Q&A session at least once a week on Sundays at the same time, uh, 7 p.m. in Thailand, 8 a.m. East Coast Standard Time. Uh, so I'm happy to answer any questions that might arise as well. And so without uh, further ado, I think we'll just jump right in. I'll ring the bell. I'll guide us into silence. And I'll offer the poem into silence and the commentary. You can continue meditating if you wish through, through the poem and commentary, allowing uh, the words that I'm reading, the words that I'm offering to guide your awareness as if I was offering a guided meditation. That's the intention there. So enjoy. Thank you for joining me and enjoy. So allowing the body, mind and heart to rest coming into this present moment experience. Noticing the breath as it enters the nose and leaves the nose. There might be a cool or perhaps a dry sensation at the nose. Perhaps noticing the breath entering one nostril more than the other nostril. Noticing the breath as it touches the back of the throat, perhaps simply noticing the breath as it touches the back of the throat, the temperature changing from cooler to warmer. Allowing awareness to expand to include the rib cage expanding and contracting with each breath. Noticing the rising and falling of the abdomen. There might be the sensations of clothing moving to adjust 
with the rising and falling of the body. You might also notice the back moving out slightly as you breathe in and in as you breathe out. Perhaps noticing the shoulders rising and falling with each breath. And while resting with the experience of breathing, noticing the sensations of clothing against the shoulders. There might be sensations of clothing against the arms or noticing the arms resting against the body. Sensations of hands resting against the body or touching each other. And as you breathe in and breathe out, you might also notice sensations of clothing against the back, the weight of the body against the chair, sensations of clothing against the legs, noticing the feet against the mat or the floor. And while maintaining awareness on all of that, bringing attention to the top of the head, noticing any sensations arising from the crown of the head, sensations arising from the back of the head. There might be sensations arising from the ears, the sides of the neck, back of the neck, and as you breathe in and breathe out, allowing awareness to expand to include the cheeks of the face, noticing any sensation arising from the face, including the chin, the lips, the nose, the eyes, sensations arising from the forehead and expanding back into the top of the head. Resting in the present moment, sensations of the breath and body, which are always right now. Allowing these sensations of the breath and body to ground you into this present moment experience. And while resting in the present moment, sensations of the breath and body, allowing awareness to expand again to include any sound which might be available during this present moment experience. And 
if you can hear sounds emerging from my side of this experience, you might hear the sound of a gecko, the sound of crickets, the sound of an air conditioner, the sound of my voice. There might be music or a television playing nearby or not focusing on any one sound in particular, but noticing the entire field of sound, hearing all of the sounds all at the same time, as if we were listening to the universe orchestrate the soundtrack of the present moment. And in addition to the sounds, paying close attention to the quality of still silence. There's always a silent space within the present moment. When we listen to the stillness, the silence in this way, you might notice how that silent space seems to permeate the very present moment experience. And so we'll rest right there just for a few moments, maintaining open, spacious awareness, sensations of the breath from the nose to the abdomen, the abdomen to the nose, Sensations arising throughout the body from the top of the head to the bottoms of the feet. The silence and sound of this present moment experience. And just rest. Breathing in and breathing out. While resting in the silence, the sounds, the body and breath, I'll offer this poem as a way of deepening the meditation practice, followed by a commentary on the poem. A wise man once said, the thoughts which free us today may enslave us tomorrow. Likewise, the boundaries which protect our heart today may become walls around that heart. Insight cultivated through meditation may help discern the difference between shelter and prison. When we can move our boundaries fluidly Life becomes play, a dance, a joy.
the commentary. In a world where people so easily become attached to their view, where thoughts seem to dominate and beliefs take precedent over our fellow human brothers and sisters, what could be more helpful than a little extra protection? With this thought in mind, we go about the business of fortifying our hearts, arranging and filtering our life, honing our defenses so that we may never encounter a disparaging word, an angry heart, or an opposing point of view. From behind the walls we erect to shield us from the arrows of aggression, we peer out onto a landscape filled with others. These others are, too, moving about the world with shield and armor, and they, too, peering out from behind the eye slits of a helmet fashioned out of the steel of ossified terror, fear, and dread. How will we ever find each other in all of this? How will we ever connect? Will we ever drop our incessant and habitual attachment to our thoughts, ideas, beliefs, views, and philosophies, and recognize ourself in the light which shines forth from each set of eyes, secretly longing for a unity in a world which knows only multiplicity, separation, alienation, and loneliness. So we sit in the silence of meditation and rest, in the experience of the breath. A thought arises and seems to sweep us into another dimension. When we recognize the distraction, we label that process as thinking and gently guide our awareness back to what is right here and right now, the breath. This is very much like lifting weights in the gym. Each time we go through this cycle, each time we say thinking to ourselves and return from the landscapes of distraction, we have done another repetition with the awareness barbells. We are lifting the attention weights, and as a result of this repetition, cultivating stronger awareness and stronger attention. When our attention and awareness muscles reach a certain strength and capacity, we become strong enough to rest in the gap which exists in between each thought. The space which lie hidden in between the thoughts themselves. The void which exists between the label of thinking and the next thought which will inevitably arise to sweep us back into distraction. There is a gap there. Each time we label the distraction and return to the present moment, we cultivate a little more strength required to rest in that gap. When that begins to happen, the gap in between the thoughts gets a little bit larger. Because there is nothing but silence in that gap, it feels good to rest there. 
It is the one chance the mind has to rest, the one opportunity for the mind to be still. So the gap naturally begins to expand as our awareness and attention grows stronger and stronger. This is the process of allowing the stillness in the mind to emerge from in between the thoughts. This stillness, that silence that I referred to, that resting, is always there. The silence is in the mind now as you listen to these words. It was there an hour ago. It will be there tomorrow, provided that you are still alive. The silent stillness is always present in our mind, but just as the density of our thoughts will distract us consistently from noticing the sensations of the breath, noticing the sensations of the clothing against our skin, so as it is with the stillness in the mind. That silent stillness is always there but it is typically covered up by our incessant stream of thinking. By locating the gaps in between the thoughts, cultivating a type of strength in that process of distraction, recognition, return, and using that strength that we cultivate to rest in those gaps we slowly begin to tease apart the thoughts in our mind. The gaps then become a little bit wider and wider. And from those gaps, the stillness, the silence emerges. As this heightened sense of awareness and attention grows stronger due to the process of the distraction and return repetition, we cultivate the capacity to rest in the silence which is emerging from in between each thought. It is from that resting space we can look out from behind this protective coat of armor and see, I am you, I am you, and you are me, and we are everyone. In this process, we may now clearly recognize how we all want the same things during this brief existence called life. We all want to be free from suffering and to enjoy our life. We all want laughter. We all want to be cherished and loved. We all want peace. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this brief offering, guided meditation and poem and commentary. I'll just speak a little bit more as is my tradition at the end of these 
episodes, I like to just riff a little bit. Kind of on the same theme of seeing beyond this armor of belief and trying to find each other. In this current world climate, we have an unusual opportunity to recognize how futile it is to cling to a belief system and how these beliefs continually just are set up and opposed against each other, clashing and clashing and clashing. As long as the human race remains divided amongst our beliefs, we doom ourselves to a life of suffering. There's nothing wrong with having beliefs. There's nothing wrong with adhering to an ideology. But recognize that that is just play. It's just the human play. We are actors in that play. Yet we lose ourselves in the role. We mistake the play for reality itself. Each time somebody gives us an opposing viewpoint, an opposing political ideology or belief system, we feel attacked. We feel that we ourselves are attacked. But it's not us that's attacked. We are not our beliefs. We are not our political ideologies. We are not our religion. We are not our sexual preference or orientation. We are the one who experiences all of that. And so when we have a conversation with somebody who is holding a different view of the world, that's just their view. That's not who they are. Who they are and who we are is the same. The light shining out from behind my eyes and the light shining out from behind all of everyone else's eyes is the same light, just refracted through a different prism, refracted through a different lens. And so the idea then is to see that light rather than see that light shine through a belief system. Let go of that belief system, if only for a moment, and recognize the light of yourself shining through the eyes of everyone else. We all want the same thing.
We all want to be free from suffering and to live a life of peace. Now, granted, that does get horribly distorted from time to time. Recognize the distortion. And rather than contemning, condemning those who are trapped in that type of distortion, seeing them with compassion, helping them not to hurt others, rather than attacking them. Each time we embark on that attack, we push them into that same behavior again and again and again. So for this type of awareness, I really recommend the practices of love and kindness, the practices of compassion, the practices of equanimity, of sympathetic joy. We might be in a very crucial place in our world's history. Let's really try to make it count. Now, if you have any questions about those practices, which I, I just mentioned, uh, do send those questions over. I have guided meditations on my website uh, outlining loving kindness, joy, equanimity, and compassion. If you don't get them from my website, uh, get them somewhere. They're called the Brahma Viharas or the Four Immeasurables. Uh, they're very easy to access on the internet. If you do like uh, my offerings, uh, do visit uh, www.suchsweetthunder.org. Suchsweetthunder.com takes you to a really, really great Duke Ellington record. If you like swing music, uh, go there. <laughs> if you want to do some meditating, go to suchsweetthunder.org. Thank you all for joining me. I look forward to resuming again tomorrow. I'll be doing the same format uh, where I uh, ring the bell, I'll guide us into silence, and I'll offer a poem and a commentary. I see you there, AJ. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address that question on the Q&A on Sunday. Thanks for sending the questions over. Uh, and. Uh, much love, much love, much love. Be well, be safe. Please, please, please do practice social distancing. 
do wash your hands, uh, if not for yourself, for all others as well. Be safe.